be seated this morning. What a joy it is to be in the house of the Lord with you. I give you honor and uh, respect as the children of the Lord, the church of the living God. I want you to know that I count it a joy to be with you and in your presence today. What a privilege it is to be a child of God and to be in His presence today. And uh, I just counted a, a great privilege to be here at Cornerstone 2013. And my, didn't we have a wonderful time last year? Wonderful time. I told Brother Weeks that uh, right after we left camp last year, our children said, hey, can we go back next year? I said, oh yeah, we can go back. So, we were making plans on being here, but uh, Brother Weeks and Brother Johnson were so kind to, to invite us to, to be involved and to preach again. Uh, I just, I'm extremely honored, and I want you, uh, brethren, to know that I appreciate the privilege to be here. And I don't take it for granted. I don't have to be here. There's a lot of good preachers and a lot of men that can do better than I can. I am honored that you've allowed me to be here. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be here. How many was blessed by the preaching of the word of the Lord last night? Uh, I, I, I told Brother Calhoun last night after service, I don't know when it's been. It's been quite a while since I've entered into a meeting where I was supposed to be preaching, but I felt so needy within myself. And uh, the Lord touched me last night. I, I feel peace in my spirit, and I feel good. I believe the Lord's going to do great things throughout this week. I appreciate seeing all of my friends. God bless you. I see Brother Blankenship finally made it in last night, and uh, I, I love him and appreciate him. I'm not going to be mean this morning. I'm going to be nice. That's as far as it's going to go. But I love Brother Blankenship, great friend, him and his family. And uh, also Brother and Sister Hanscom, our friends. We love them and appreciate them very, very much. And uh, it's nice, nice uh, being able to meet Brother Adam. God bless you. Is that right? All right. He gave me thumbs up. What does that mean, Brother Weeks? <laughs> um, I set Brother Weeks up last night. Anyway, I, I, now that now that I'm on Brother Weeks, I'll, I'll uh, tell you something I was thinking about. We go way back. We've been friends for quite a while. And uh, um, a while back, an elder minister gave me some cassette tapes of his messages. And if anybody knows Brother Weeks, Brother Weeks loves messages. And he loves to get old messages and he listens to them and he converts them to cassette to CD. And uh, so I got, I mean, this, this trove of cassettes. Matter of fact, I got some more. My wife's wanting me to get rid of them. Get, her, get it out of our house. And uh, anyway, uh, so I, I thought, man, I'm going I'm to pass these to Brother Weeks. So we was at a men's conference and I passed them to Brother Weeks. What was interesting Again, this minister was in his 90s, okay? Uh, when, I, when, I, when I grabbed the box of the 
cassettes and was giving it to my friend. I looked on there, there was a, it's a box of Depends. So it was a Depend box with a bunch of cassettes in it. I thought when I passed it to him, boy, they ought to take a picture of us and call it old friends, old friends. appreciate my uh, friend that goes way back. Yeah, real friends. We'll tell most anything to one another. Uh, I love Brother Weeks. Appreciate it very much. Brother Johnson, I love you. Appreciate you. Brother Thrasher, I love you. Appreciate you very much. What do you say? Let's stand looking to the word of the Lord today. Thank you for the kind welcome. Uh, I'm glad to have Pastor Sound Man, Brother Wood, running sound. What, what a joy it is to have a friend in the sound. I'd like to read from a couple uh, different psalms this morning as a text. I'd like to begin at Psalm 18 and begin reading at verse 29. Psalm 18 and 29. Isn't Sister Weeks doing a wonderful job leading this worship? <laughs> we appreciate Sister Weeks and Sister Johnson very much. My wife has such confidence I'm going to do good today. I don't even think she's here. But I am glad that uh, my family is able to be with me. And uh, we're just enjoying ourselves. Psalm 18, verse 29. Why don't we all read it together? Psalm 18 and 29. For by thee have I... Sorry, let me start over. I didn't make a mistake. Isn't that wonderful? Let's do it again. For by thee I have run through a troop, and by my God have I leaped over a wall. That's great days, isn't it? Psalm 38, verse 15. We'll read through verse 17. get there, say amen. I love hearing Bibles rustle when I get to church. I really love it. I enjoy it. Although, I still bring my iPhone and iPad to church sometimes. I, I like to hear the pages rustle. As, it, as they quieten down, I know people are getting there. Psalm 38, verse 15. For in thee, O Lord, do I hope. Anybody hoping in the Lord today? Thou wilt hear. O Lord my God, for I said, hear me, lest otherwise they should rejoice over me when my foot slippeth, they magnify themselves against me, for I am ready to halt, and my sorrow is continually before me. I am ready to halt, and my sorrow is continually before me. Our first text, man, he's zipping. He's going. By your help, Lord, I've run through a troop. With your assistance, I've leaped over a wall. But by Psalms 38, he's saying, I am ready to halt. And so, we begin to lay the foundation with our text for this message today. We're going to talk a little bit about the extremities of life. 
but for a subject, I just simply want to preach today through it all. Through it all. Let's pray together the Lord's blessings upon His Word. Jesus, I give You praise. I give You honor. I give You glory. I thank You for life and liberty. I thank You for the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank You for power of truth. I thank You for what You are doing. Hallelujah. I give You glory. I give You praise. I give You honor. And I give You worship. Hallelujah. I praise Your Word. I praise You for what You're going to do, God, as You speak to this congregation Speak life, God. Speak help. Speak hope. Give strength today. Oh, God, renew our hearts and renew our minds through the preaching of the Word of the Lord. Accomplish Your will. Set our souls on fire, Lord, and use us for Your glory in this generation. Your name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. Again, the psalmist said, For by Thee I have run through a troop, and by my God have I leaped over a wall. The troop being just simply a band of soldiers or a host of the enemy. By divine assistance, David is saying here, I have run through a troop. I have been able to rush upon a band of soldiers. I, I've been able uh, to make an unexpected attack upon the enemy. The attack was quick. It was swift. And with the help of the Lord, I was able to gain and secure great victory against the armed adversaries rapidly. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad for God's ability to give us victory and to do it in a very quick manner at times? And uh, also, he said, by my God, have I leaped over a wall. I I, in the sense of David, David was saying, I have been delivered as if I have leaped over a wall. And that is uh, two ways we can look at that. And that he would be fleeing uh, for safety as the enemy was attacking him, but also in the sense of an aggressor as one who was seeking to make conquest and to conquer and overcome a city by the help of the Lord. I've been able to jump over the wall and I've been able to make conquests against the enemy. I've been able to go into his courts and into his fortress and I've been able to conquer the city. With the help of the Lord, I have run through a troop and I have leaped over a wall. Hallelujah. There's nothing like the help of the Lord. There's nothing like divine assistance. There's nothing like the Lord being with you. There's nothing like the Lord helping you. There's nothing like being able to lean on the strong arm of God and see Him bring you to victory time and time and time and time again. I believe this morning gathered together in this place, there's some young people, there's some adults that are leaning on the mighty arm of the Lord. And I'm reminding you this morning that's the same safest place you can trust, um, and that is in the arm of the Lord. Some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord. He makes all things possible, doesn't he? Hallelujah, 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 amen. All of us could testify today of how that the Lord has helped us to, to put it in the psalmist's words, escape the snare of the fowler. We're, we're not always, we're not always um, 
in an, in a, an aggressive or an assertive mode, in an attack mode as the people of God. We're always interested in gaining ground. Anybody want to gain any ground spiritually? Amen. We're not going to gain ground being defensive. We're going to have to go on the offensive and, and we're going to have to go to the enemy's camp. And know that as you do that, the Lord is with you. He'll help you to run through a troop and He'll help you to leap over the wall. But there's times that we are under attack. And there's times that the enemy has come against us. And we need to make an escape. I wonder how many times the enemy has had us on the ground, so to speak. But the Lord has helped us to get back up again. And He does it again and again and again. I don't know how many times I've had to go to the Lord and say, It's me again, Lord. And I'm praying about the same matter again. One of these days I'm going to get the best of it. But today I need grace again, Lord. Hallelujah. I need one more touch, Lord. And the Lord again helps me to escape the snare of the fowler. Hallelujah. Again, the Lord makes my feet like hinds feet. When the enemy had his strategy and set up his plan and his scheme, the Lord, through his leading and his guidance and his assistance, has helped me. Amen. As if I'm fleeing from the enemy that's trying to overtake me, I'm able to leap over a wall. I'm able to run through the truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. What I'm trying to preach just a little bit about today is that the Lord through it all, through the ups and the downs, the Lord is with us. And the Lord helps us. And the Lord keeps us. And the Lord sustains us. Aren't you glad you can depend on the Lord through it all? Amen. Through all the vicissitudes of life. Vicissitudes of life. Through all the changes and inconsistencies, the ups and the downs. One thing remains the same, and that is the Lord is with us. The Lord is with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're taking notes, that's the first point this morning. The Lord is with me. Through it all, I've learned that the Lord is with me. And I've learned that with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. How many times have you got to your dead end? How many times have you gotten to the end of your rope? How many times have you been on your back and you wonder if you was down for the count and you were about out, but the Lord spoke to you. The Lord visited you. The Lord gave you grace. You didn't know if the Lord was with you anymore, but God showed up and reminded you, I'm not going to ever leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. I'm going to go with you always, even to the end of the world. I'm telling you one thing you need to learn right now, young people. God is with you, and God is for you. And if God be for you, who can be against you? God's with me. God's with me when I'm feeling good. Or I don't feel good. The Lord's with me in the sunshine hour. God's with me in the darkest nights. God's with me when I feel like singing. God's with me when I don't know what to say. The Lord is with me. He's with me whether I feel Him or I don't. He's with me whether I see Him or I don't. God is with me. Through it all. Through it all. I've learned God is with I can count on Him. 
The Lord is with me. What does the presence of God mean to you today? I tell you what David said. David said, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. In the moment of his greatest failure and his greatest sin, he said, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. He knew what it was like to feel the anointing, the unction, the Word of God in him, the Word of God come through him. He was a prophet. He would speak for God. But he knew the the depths of despair of having failed God and wondering, is God going to give up on me? Have I felt my last touch? Have I wrote my last song? Is it finished? I've gone too far. What a moment it was for him to have that prophet that came to him and said, you're the man and the Lord's not pleased and the sword's coming to your house. To also hear the same man said, but the Lord has forgiven you. And he says you can live. He says you can live. You can get back up. You can keep going on. Young people, it amazes me how that despair can fill your lives at such a young age. I remember what it was like talking with a 16-year-old young lady and she felt like she had just totally wasted and destroyed her life. And there's no hope for her life. Not realizing how young she was. That no matter how horrible her life had become, she had a long way to go. And God wasn't anywhere near giving up. But you can feel despair at a very, very young age. You can feel some deep lows at a young age. You can wonder if God God, as the preacher preached last night, have I went past the line of mercy? Have I gone too far? I'm here to tell you today, God is with you. And just like God has been with you, and you were aware of it at 10, 11, and 12, He's with you when you get to the teens. He's with you as you go through the teens. God is with you. His eye is on you. You're the apple of His eye. His hand is on you. His goodwill is towards you. God is for you. Hallelujah. 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 Why don't you just say it out loud. God is with me. Let's say it again. God is with me. Hallelujah. He's with you. He's with you. He's with you in the sunshine hour. He's with you when the cold winds blow. He's with you when you don't know what to do. He's with you when everybody walks away. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. We're here to testify today, us that are a little older, is that God is faithful. You can depend on His presence 
through every phase and season of life. Can you say praise the Lord? God bless you. You may be seated. Let's go a little further. Not only have I learned and did David learn, and also you young people are learning, that God is with you. The second thing you need to do is to learn how to encourage yourself through it all. As you go through life, you're going to realize one thing that's going to be required for you to be able to make it. For your life to know victory and success, you're going to have to learn how to encourage yourself in the Lord. It's good to know the Lord is with you. But it doesn't matter how much God is for you. You've got to learn how to encourage yourself in the Lord. If, if, if God's not with us, we're in trouble. If God is against us, we're in trouble. Because it doesn't matter who's for us and how much we encourage ourselves. If God is against us, we're in trouble. But if God's for us, it doesn't matter who's against us. It may be people in the natural world. It may be spirits in the unseen world. But it doesn't matter who or what is against us. Amen. If God is for us and we want to make it, we're going to make it. I want to remind you this morning that the will of God is set for your life. God is committed to saving you. God is committed to you making it. The will of Satan is set. He's determined to detour you. He's determined to destroy you. He's determined to keep you from making it. The only variance in will is your will. And you are going to determine the outcome of your life. Whether it's victory or defeat. But I'm believing, I'm preaching to some young people this morning that's got a commitment to win. And I just want to remind, this is a simple message this morning, but I just want to remind you, it doesn't matter how much you pray, you're going to have low time. Doesn't matter how much you pray, sometimes you're going to wonder where God is. Doesn't matter how strong you become, there's times you're going to feel weak. Something beautiful about David is that it didn't matter how high he got in life. He knew the lofty heights of great success and being a world leader, being a king and, and, and having a beautiful palace. It doesn't matter how high that David was to get. He knew God put him there. And secondly, it didn't matter how low he got in life. He knew God could get him back up again. And that's what you got to believe. Amen. It's pretty easy sailing. Amen. When all is good and on a sunny day we can see forever. But when dark clouds roll in and hard times start coming. Amen. We need to believe that we can't get so low that the arm of God can't reach us and pick us up back again. 
Hallelujah. Amen. I want to encourage somebody. I'm up camp right here for a little while today. I want to encourage. I want to help you get back up on your feet again. If you want to get on your feet again, today's the day. This camp is the camp. This week is the week. I'm getting back up again. I'm going to learn how to encourage myself in the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, you got to learn to talk to yourself. You got to learn how to talk to yourself. I, I know, I know I'm not encouraging crazy stuff. All right. I, I, I'm not encouraging you just to go through life being one of those people walks the street. I'm not if you got to do it in your bedroom, get in your bedroom and say, hey, you got to get a hold of yourself. I know it looks like everything's going wrong. I, I know it looks like the world is turning upside down, but you're going to be all right. Talk to yourself. Talk to you. You're going to be all right. You may have to look at yourself in the mirror. Whatever you got to do, you need to talk to yourself and say, it's never going to get so bad that God can't help me. I'm never going to get so far that God can't reach me. There's not a situation in my life that God can't turn it for His glory and my good. Nothing's beyond the reach of God. Nothing's beyond the power of God working. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Got to learn to encourage yourself. Hallelujah. You can't always count on mama giving you the encouragement you need. You can't always count on your friends giving you the encouragement you need. You can't always get from everybody else what you're going to have to do for yourself. You got to learn how to encourage yourself. Sometimes you're going to feel like everybody's forsaken you and everybody's against you. Learn how to encourage yourself in the Lord. Know that God's with you. God's for you. God's hands on you. And you're going to be all right. Hallelujah. 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 Brother Weeks, will you help me this morning? Praise God. You going to be all right, young people? You going to be all right? Hallelujah. Why? Because the Lord's with you. You're learning how to encourage yourself in the Lord. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm learning. Through it all. Through it all. I'm learning some things. Go ahead, Brother Weeks. First, Samuel. All right. Chapter 30. And begin reading verse 4. And David was greatly distressed. David, he's in one of those. Greatly distressed. I'm telling you, I'm getting stressed. I'm hitting a low. All right, I'll kneel down over here. I mean, he's low. Greatly distressed. I'm going to get back up again. You just wait and see. <laughs> Now, he had a reason to be distressed. Being saved, being strong in the Lord doesn't mean that you're, you're going to become inhuman. You're going to still feel like all the extremities of life, the highs, the lows, the ups, the downs, the mouth, and the valley, you're going to feel like You're going to feel like praying. There's times you're not going to feel like praying. There's times you're going to feel like worshiping. There's times you're not going to feel like worshiping. 
time you feel like reading your Bible, you should be sitting up and say, I've been there. You've got to encourage yourself to do what's right. When you're alone, you've got to encourage yourself to do what's right. And I'm going to tell you, David was in a time and season of great loss. He was a man of character. He was a man of integrity. But the Lord allowed him to go through a time when jealousy was chasing him through the man Saul like a flea through the wilderness. He was a long way, it seemed, from his anointing and his king and his crown that he was to wear one day. He was in distress. Not only was he estranged from his people, his king, and his nation, he got back to the city where he was living during his time of exile. When he got back, he found his city in ashes. Ziklag had been burned to the ground. The Bible said that he was in great distress. All of the men, his wives, children, everything was gone. I'm going to tell you, it's tough to suffer loss in life. You'll never be so spiritual that when you go through a season of loss, to go through it without it affecting your heart, your mind, and your soul. I'm trying to help you keep it real with everyone. You are going to experience, even living for God, you're going to experience the extremities of life and emotions. Extremes. But no, through it all, God's with you. Learn how to encourage yourself in the Lord. Continue to read. He's in distress. He's, he's lost everything. He just came back to the city. It's gone. Yes. For the people spake of stoning him. Now, not only has he suffered loss of everything, the people now, his followers, were ready to kill him. Because uh-huh. the soul of all the people was grieved. Everybody was grieved. Go Every ahead. man for his sons and for his daughters. Every man for his sons and daughters. Go ahead. But David... Mm-hmm. Encouraged, David encouraged himself in the Lord. In the Lord his God. Yes, yes, he did. I mean, he had lost it all. Wives, children, homes, And the Bible said they began to weep and they wept until they had no more power. Let me encourage you. Don't try to be emotionless in this world. The Lord has not desired to bring us to a state where we don't feel. And we don't exp- don't let life harden you. Learn how to rule your spirit. Learn how to control your emotions. Learn how to control your inner man. But I'm going to tell you, there's time to weep. And you don't hesitate. There's a time to cry, a time to weep, the Bible says. And just let it out. Let, don't try to hold it in. Let it out. But there'll be a day when it's all going to be gone. God's not going to leave you to weep forever. God's not going to leave you to sorrow forever. God's not going to leave you even to feel pain forever. No, He's going to get you back on your feet again. And you just weep as long as you got to weep till you get it out. But, but, but know that you're going to get back up again. Whatever's happened in your life is not going to be the definition of your life. Whatever you've lost 
Whatever you've suffered is not going to define the rest of your life. Grace is going to be the definition of the rest of your life. Your failure doesn't have to define you. Forgiveness and grace can be the definition of the rest of your life. Encourage yourself. Encourage yourself. I mean, think about, think about uh, Nineveh. They had no mercy in their message. Forty days, Nineveh's going to fall. But the king said, who knows? Who knows if the Lord won't? Hear our cry as we fast and pray. Don't just get busy. Don't just throw in the towel easy. Believe in the mercy of God, the grace of God, the love of God, the abiding presence of God. Believe in it. Believe in it. God will reach you. God will help you. God will touch you. Encourage yourself in the Lord. What did he do? David inquired at the Lord. David inquired of the Lord. He said, okay, God, what do I do about this? Saying, shall I pursue? Shall I pursue? After this troop. Shall I go for them? Shall I overtake them? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him. He answered him. Pursue. Pursue. For thou shalt surely. Thou shalt surely. Overtake them. Overtake them. And, and without fail. Without fail. Recover Recover all. Oh. I'm telling you, that's the attitude you got to have, young people. You just weep it all out. You cry it all out. Get it out of your heart. Amen. But go talk to the Lord about it. Say, now, God, what do you want me to do with the rest of my life? What do you say? Do you want me to get up and go after the enemy? And the Lord said, I want you to get up and go after him. And I want you to know that surely and without fail, you're going to recover all. I'm telling you, you can lose in life and you can get it all back. And not only do you sometimes lose and get it all back, sometimes God will give you double for your trouble. You just got to learn how to encourage yourself in the Lord. And let God put a desire and a fresh fire, a fresh work in your heart. Where you can sing, I'm going to the enemy's camp. He may have come to my house and got some things from me, but the devil's in trouble. Amen. I'm going to the enemy's camp and I'm going to take back everything, 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 everything. Hallelujah. I'm going for it. I'm going. I'm encouraging myself. Hear the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He, 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 David talked to his soul. He said, he said, why art thou disquieted within me? What's troubling you, boy? What, what's on your mind today? What, what, what's, what's got you bothered? You need to talk to yourself sometimes. You need to search yourself and say, hey, what's, why is my mood changed? You need to think about what you're thinking about. What you bringing with you? He said, why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God. David saying in Psalms 42, soul, you're, you're all bothered. You're disturbed. Your worry's coming in. Your fretting's coming in. It's time to put your hope in the Lord, soul. 
you got to talk to yourself and say, the, Lord, the, Lord, the Lord's not going to fail me. The Lord's going to see me through. The Lord's going to make a way where there seemed to be no way. The Lord's going to provide an answer. God's going to give direction. I, I, got, I got the Lord with me. I, I'm not by myself. I'm not trying to figure this out on my own. I, I'm not left to just my own understanding. I got infinite wisdom I can tap into in prayer. I'm going to go to prayer. God knows what I need to do. God has the answer. You got to learn to talk to yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. Also, he in Psalm 56, he said, What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. When fear starts coming, you're never going to reach a place in life where fears won't come. I had a minister that I respected one time talk to me about fear. He said, We grow up young men with fears and we die old men with fears. Fear is going to be something we'll deal with all through life. But it doesn't have to rule us through the day. And what time we are afraid, when the fear is going to come in, we trust in the Lord. God, I'm going to trust in you. I'm not going to believe that this storm is going to blow me away. I, I'm not going to believe that this trial is going to get the best of me. I'm not. I, when I'm afraid, I'm going to say to my soul, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. And I'm going to go to prayer. I'm going to talk to God and God's going to help me. God's going to visit me. God's going to give me grace. Let's, let's get on to the end of this. I got two more points. So I, I, I knew I was going to get hung up here for a little bit. I felt like God wanted to get this part really in our hearts this morning. Amen. Philippians. The Apostle Paul talked about trying times and tough times. There's two attitudes that I found in Philippians chapter 4 that we need to assume into our life to help encourage us in the Lord. If you will read for me from Philippians 4 and 11. For I have learned. I have learned. Everybody say, I have learned. I have learned. Through it all, there's some things we're learning. Oh, yes. I have learned. In whatsoever state I am. That's Georgia, Texas, Tentonville. <laughs> whatever state. Fear, worry, come on, discouragement, despair, sorrow, grief, failure, victory, joy, elation, success. I've learned whatever state I'm in to be what? Therewith. Therewith. To Whether be. I have a lot or a little. Whatever state I'm in. Therewith to be Therewith to be content. The Lord is my shepherd. He's with me. He's leading me. He's guiding me. He's watching over me. He's caring for me. And if He brought me to it, He'll bring me through it. He's my shepherd. He's my shepherd. He's my shepherd. He's doing a work here. I may not understand it, but He's doing a work. I'm learning to be Content until circumstances change. I'm not. I'm not going to allow myself to go through it, crack, jump here and jump there. No, I'm going to trust that through it all, there are some things you're teaching me. That is, you're with me no matter what's going on in my life. 
And number two, you're teaching me how to encourage myself in the Lord. I'm going to learn how to be content where I am. And believing in your good time and your good ways. You will change what needs to be changed. I'll be content. Go ahead. I know both how to be abased. Yeah, I know how to be abased. And I know how to abound. Whether I am being lifted up and blessed or whether I am being abased and humbled. doesn't matter. Go ahead. Everywhere and Every. in all things. And in all things. Say in all things. In all, in all things. things. Go ahead. I am instructed. I am instructed. Both to be full. To be full. And to be hungry. And to be hungry. Both to abound. To abound. And to suffer need. And to suffer need. I can. I can. <laughs> you need to learn to be content and you need a can-do attitude. Woo. I'm going to be content and I can do it. I can. I can. I can. I can. You can. I can make it through it. I can rise above it. I can overcome it. I can work for God. I can do something for the Lord. There is hope for me. You got to learn to be content and have a can-do attitude. I can do all things. Through Christ, Through Christ, which strengtheneth, which strengtheneth me. me. God's with me. God's with me. I can do it. Yes. God's with me. I can go through it. God's with me. I can handle it. You don't have to be careless and say, oh, I'm going to lose my mind. I don't know how I'm going to deal with this. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with my mother-in-law. I don't know what I'm going to do with my sister-in-law. I don't know what I'm going to do with my employer. No, 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 no. I'm going to be content and I can do it. The Lord's going to help me. I can do all things through Christ. I got to keep a can-do attitude. Just listen to a book entitled Unbroken. It was a POW by the name of Louis Zamperini. He suffered horribly at the hands of Japanese in World War II. I mean horrible. I'm not going to tell you the story. But all I can tell you is that he survived amazing. Discouraging, beatings, mockings, list could go on and on. It's amazing how he survived. As a matter of fact, he was, he was officially dead. The U.S. government put it out, contacted the family. He didn't survive the plane crash. He's gone. But can I tell you, he not only lived, he outlived his whole family. Everybody else that had once counted him as gone, he outlived them all. He's alive today and in his 90s. They ask him, how did you survive it? How did, how did you live? How, how did you come out? How did, how, did, how did you overcome? He said, I never thought of dying. I never thought of dying. My thoughts was only living. But I'm telling you, young people, you don't ever need to allow yourself to think, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to be able to rise above it. I'm not going to get out. I can't deal with it. You can't, you can't do that. You can't do that. You've you got to be content and you've got to have a can-do attitude because God's with you. 
He's not going to do it alone, but He's with you. If you want to make it, you can make it. There's not a devil in hell that can stop you. And if God's got a plan for your life, it doesn't matter who rises up against you. God will use it to help you get where He wants you to go. And you got to be content and have a can-do attitude. Don't ever think about dying. Just think about living. I'm living. I'm walking. I'm serving. I'm going to make it out of I'm going to get through it. I'm going to pray my way through it. I'm going to worship my way through it. Which leads me to my third point this morning. That is, I feel like going on. Through it all, I still feel like going on. Amen. I feel like praying on, worshiping on, singing on, working on, believing on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm no ways tired of living for the Lord. I think about the course that says I'm not tired and I'm not weary in this way. For the Lord is my helper. He is my burden bearer. I'm not tired and I'm not weary in this way. Not only, not only do we sing, I'll be up again. Just you wait and see. Rough times won't bring me down. They'll just bring me to my knees. We also will sing, I feel like going on. Yes, I feel like going on. Though trials come on every hand, I feel Through the storm, through the night, through the tears, through the sorrow, through the pain, through the acceptance, I feel like going on, going on, going on. Come on, let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you feel like going on this morning? Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and tell him the Lord is with you. Amen. Tell your neighbor, encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And tell him I still feel like going on. Peter, I'm getting ready to close. Peter heard the Lord say, As the multitude walked away, will you? Will you also go away? That question's going to come sometime. Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? For thou hast the words of eternal life. I'm here to be saved. I'm here to make it to heaven. There's no else to go. To whom shall we? Where, where, where are we gonna? Where are we gonna get what we need? Anywhere else? Where else is truth gonna come from? Where else is salvation gonna come from? It's in you, Jesus. We're gonna stay with you. Now, you may have just uttered a hard saying. You may have just spoken those words as you did. Unless you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you'll have no part with me. And we may have to take it in and ponder it.
may not understand all that's going on all the time and everything you're saying, but we know where salvation is. And until that understanding comes, we're going to stay right here with truth. We're going to stay right here with you, Jesus. We're going to keep walking with you. We're not going to let the hard sayings and the questions cause us to walk away. We're not going to let the trouble cause us to walk away. We're going to keep walking with you because we know truth and salvation comes from you. So I don't understand it all, Jesus. But I feel like going on. Committed to going on. Last. Through it all. One thing have I desired of the Lord. That will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of praise. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Then shall mine eyes be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. David said, I know what it was like for my feet to be almost gone. Well, nice slip, but I got back to where? The house of the Lord. Through it all, I know where my help is. And through it all, through it all, I still want to be in His presence. Through it all, when the congregation gathers together, I want to be a part of it. When the hands are raised, I want my hands raised. When the songs are sung, I want my voice to be in the choir. Hallelujah, through it all, I still want to be in the house of God. For though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Forever. I wonder how many believe this morning the Lord's with you. I wonder how many believe that you're able to encourage yourself in the Lord. I wonder how many still feel like going on this morning. And I wonder how many still has a desire to be in the house of the Lord. I've learned there's help that comes from the sanctuary. There's multiplied power in the unity of prayer. When all of me and my brothers and sisters, we all get together. When my family gets with the other families, when we get together, God speaks, God moves, God works, God helps. In the house of the Lord. I wonder if you just come house a season of prayer while we sing the Lord.